Guys, it's the time to get something to ring with the greatest faction podcast history. Jazz Freak Wrestling, the JFW podcast, hosted by Travis D. And I am Nubby the Amazing Turtle. I don't know why I keep waiting for you to say Calabunga because you haven't done it at the beginning in like months. And yet I still feel like it's coming at some point. <laughs> So there's always that pause, like, oh, that's right, he doesn't say at the beginning of the fucking show, he waits till the end. There's times where I do uh, forget that I don't say it, and I almost want to. Right, but that's I, what I'm saying. I'm able to hold it. <laughs> uh, guys, uh, we are here with JFW, I am Travis C, and obviously Nubby is here with me. We're going to talk a lot about um, some of the independent wrestling that we saw over the weekend. Uh, well, unfortunately, I missed a chunk of it. Uh, for being sick over the holiday weekend and everything, but uh, I did get a chance to get to ARW, uh, which we're going to talk about, obviously, along with Crash Tested Wrestling and uh, IPW. Is is it Ileana, right? Yep. Ileana Pro Wrestling. And obviously, uh, we do have uh, some shows coming up this weekend. Um, big one being Rocket Pro Wrestling, which uh, we're going to have a guest on to kind of talk with that about and uh, Pow, Pow's also on a Saturday. I think that's the only two that are happening this weekend, right? Yeah, and I actually, you know, honestly, I forgot about it today. Today, I completely forgot about it. Yesterday, I knew. Today, forgot. <laughs> but then I saw a promo by your cousin, and I'm like, oh yeah. Mike did a promo. Yep. What, yes, sir? No way. I didn't know fucking Mike still did promos. He's just like, you know what? People know who I am. That's awesome. I'm going to have to look at that later. Uh, but we want to cover uh, Survivor Series. Before we do any of that, I remind all you guys that this episode of Just Requesting the JFW Podcast, oh, and side note, I know I sound like shit. Again, getting over sick. Deal with it. Accept it. Let's move on. That uh, this episode is brought to you by CarterComics.com. It is the holiday season. It's time to buy some uh, nifty gifties for your loved ones. And what better nifty gifty is a comic book, whether it be graded or raw? CarterComics.com has it all. It almost rhymes. You did it. It, uh, it almost fucking rhymes. I've been doing this plug for damn near a year and never realized I could just kind of rhyme that. Oh, that's a mainstay in the fucking plugs. Bells, bells. Not bad. Not bad. Bells, bells. Go to com. Check out their store. That's available on their website. All uh, graded and raw comics there for sale. Um, as well as uh, on their eBay accounts. They have four different eBay accounts, which you get to. Go by going to cartercomics.com's homepage. Go on to the bottom, and you're going to find the links to all four homepages to their eBay accounts right there. Our discount code FREAKNET, F-R-E-A-K-N-E-T, will save you 10% on your entire order, whether it be from the website or from their eBay accounts. That's right. 
our discount code works for their eBay sales as well. Stock up, get stuff, make people happy by buying comics. Raw or graded, people collect everything. Want to help them out with their collection? Do it today. CarterComics.com. 10% off using the discount code FREAKNET, F-R-E-A-K-N-E-T. That's right. That is correct. I don't know if it's COVID, bronchitis, smoking, or sheer obesity. That took a lot out of me. It's all the above. It's got to be all the above. Just a, just a fat smoker who is not healthy in any way, shape, or form. Nope. <sighs> okay. W Survivor Series happened over this weekend. A lot of great matches. Yes, a lot of sir. Not so great, a lot of not so great matches. Uh, just to recap the winners real quick. Uh, obviously, the Bloodline won their um, their matches. We both predicted it was going to happen. Um, team uh, Bianca won theirs, as uh, I believe we both predicted as well. Uh, you are correct, and Bianca, uh, Becky Lynch being the returning person for that match. Um. AJ Styles uh, defeated Finn Balor, which I called, which gave me the win for this show. Uh, and also, uh, Austin Theory uh, became the new United States champion, which neither of us uh, predicted that one. We thought Seth was going to retain it. Ronda Rousey retained her championship, as we predicted. And uh, I think there was all the matches. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. yeah. So, so give me your favorite. Tell me why. Give me your least favorite. Tell me why. We'll make this quick. So we can move on to the uh, independence. Um, I want to say the least favorite, honestly, was uh, Finn Balor and AJ Styles. Not to say that was a bad match. It just didn't really do anything for me. Yeah. It was just, uh, to me, that, that was just a filler. But any other time, it would have been a great match. It's just one of those matches where I was just like, eh, whatever. Don't care. It, it's it the expectations that wasn't there. Yeah. Yeah, I got you. All right, what about your favorite? Uh, I want to say the women's um, uh, War Games match was pretty good, honestly. I think that might have been better than the men's, just by a little bit. The only flaw I've ha- I had about it, when it came from both War Games matches, is the constant getting um, weapons. Yeah. I don't think, like, okay, fine, get... They should all, they should just been on top of the cage or whatnot, or already in there. Or mm-hmm. one person could have brought everything in. Not everybody should have. But the only other thing was the ladder. I don't think it should have been there at all. Ladders just not, doesn't have to be in every fucking hardcore type match. No. Chairs, that, tables, candlesticks, perfect. Ladders, yeah. no. Ladders make no sense when it comes to ladder matches because if you're going to climb anything, you could just climb the side of the the cage. And I, even if they were to bring the ladder, which is is goofy, the fact that they threw somebody through the ladder and it broke and it showed being wooden. Like, what's the point of even painting them to begin with? Um, because it, to me, it just looks like, it looks like they're trying to make it seem like they're metal ladders, but obviously when one breaks like wood does, kind of gets rid of the uh, the imagination there. But no, it's like there's no reason to bring ladders into a cage match. Tables, I get it, that's fine. You mentioned it, candlesticks, chairs, whatever, trash can lids, that's fine. 
But yeah, I'm on the same boat with you as far as the weapons goes. I'm not a big fan of, like, one person brings in a shit ton of chairs. Another person brings in a bunch of fucking garbage can lids. Another person throws in fucking Kendall sticks. Another person, it's like different people are adding different shit. And it's like, the whole point of the match isn't for weapons. Like, right. I'm sure people could put on a great War Games match without the use of bringing in fucking foreign objects and stuff. I don't know why that's become a, a a norm for what war games has become. I loved I loved the women's match. There were a couple kind of hiccups, yeah. um, and, and uh, uh, that that incident in the corner with Eo Sky, where first off she looked like she was kind of going for that like headstand like kick, and Dakota Kai I don't know if threw off her timing like they're supposed to do it at the same time. But she kind of like fell, caught herself, went to go do it again, but then fell forward. And it's like, and she finally did the move, but wasn't as impactful as it should have been, uh, which I think that sucked. It was another kind of botch, like a little bit after that by Eos guy again. Obviously, she made it up with the moonsault from the top, which she did in like, I think the 2019 war games. So it was cool to see, but something that's already been seen. Wasn't a big fan of the finish. The Becky Lynch leg drop from the top, I thought was kind of lackluster. It could have been a different finish. Um, but obviously, you know, Duddy wants to give Becky that shine and give her the victory in, in, in a feud that wasn't even really hers to begin with. Right. Like, they sit there and they keep pushing this whole, like, oh, Becky has a score to settle with, uh, with uh, damage control, which they don't because it's not like they really caused her injury and put her right. out. Right. You know, if, even if they're trying to make it seem that way. And uh, if this was the end of the feud, then Bianca should have gotten the win over uh, Bailey or some shit like that. But who knows where they're going to go with this. My favorite match was the men's war games. I thought that was a, a little more crisp. Uh, there was a, a big hiccup with, uh, I think it was Jey Uso. And I, I looked like obviously he fucked up his hand at some point in there. Uh, but I thought the ending was really good, especially with Sam and Kevin. I thought that was awesome. Um, that was a great story. Yeah. Uh, bring in, uh, Jay and Sammy together in the end and the hug thing really kind of, uh, pushed forward the idea of, uh, them finally uniting. Least favorite match was probably Shotzi and Rhonda. Uh, I do like the fact that you're kind of, uh, humanizing Rhonda in the sense that she is beatable. Like, like, straight, legit beatable, no roll-ups or cheats or anything like that uh, with uh, having uh, Baszler, like, constantly help her and everything. At the same time, I think it kind of gets away from the power that is Ronda. And obviously that DDT spot uh, on the outside that I don't know if people want to blame Shotzi for. To me, it looks like it was more fucking Ronda's fault not taking the fucking bump. Uh, but, you know, that is what it is. There were a couple incidents like that where it seems like Ronda was kind of holding back on um, taking bumps and making the spots work. And it kind of affected, I think, it, it fell more on being Shotzi's fault than anything. Um, it was a cool little spot to have, you know, Shotzi throw Ronda and uh, Baszler over... Wait, hold on. was that the right match? Was that the match where they threw each uh, those two into the uh, audience and they knocked over the audience? Mm. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. So I thought that was kind of cute. Uh, but no, that match was very lackluster for me. I didn't mind uh, AJ and Finn, but it just, it just, a lot of it seemed like it could have been a whole lot better. 
But at the same time, I don't think it's finishing the feud. So, I mean, it's obviously going to continue on in some way. Uh, obviously, the AJ win was kind of weird. It's like, okay, if he did win, then that should end the feud. It should end their rivalry. But obviously, with Mia Yim coming back, they kind of got to extend that or else her coming back was pointless because she hasn't really diverted Rhea from any major battles and shit. You know, a couple backs, uh, backstage feuds and shit. Um uh, other than that, I don't think there's anything else we really need to kind of, uh, discuss and talk about because, uh, I mean, obviously Survivor Series was the big thing that happened in the world of wrestling this week. Um, and anything else you want to add from Survivor Series? Um, no, not really. Um, just like you said, I think the finish to the men's war games was great. They told the, the, the whole match was great storytelling. Uh, but yet, I don't think there's anything else. Um, I do, I did enjoy the fact that so far, the next pay-per-view is not till the Royal Rumble, which means no December pay-per-view or obviously no day one pay-per-view. Yeah. So thank God we can finally start building shit to the Rumble. Com- yeah. Like new stories. Or make the current stories better. You have all this time. You don't need a payoff pay per view for it. Let them build their WrestleMania. I mean, that's the big point, right? Yeah, exactly. And I, I think that's kind of nice. Kind of take like a, uh, like a little break from it. Um, so we'll see what happens at the Royal Rumble. Uh, I did win this one. I officially won this year's uh, pay per views. So still undefeated. Hey, I didn't do too bad for just starting. <laughs> no, no, you came back, and obviously next year we're going to do this again with the pay-per-views, but as well we're going to do it with AEW pay-per-views too, so we're really going to get more of them going and everything. So, I mean, we might be do some uh, more bonus point stuff like we kind of do with, like, the Royal Rumble on, like, you know, surprise out, when, uh, surprise entrance and shit like that, but... Um, I'm, already che- I'm already picking one surprise entrance just yeah, because of the, uh, of the hometown. That, that they're in. Where is it at? San Antonio. Oh, you think Austin's going to be there? I'm not Austin. I'm thinking uh, Shawn Michaels. Oh, God, no. I can see it happening. It's just as bad. That's fine. That's fine. Hey, that's your prerogative, man. I'm just picking it. I'm not saying I want it. That's just gotcha. an idea. I got you. A lot of speculation of uh, Matt Cardona, Zack Ryder coming back. Um, I don't think it's true, but I think he likes playing off of the uh, rumors and shit. So maybe was, like a forbidden door thing. God damn it, I hope not. I was fine when they brought Mickey back as the Impact Champion to participate in the Royal Rumble, but no, that's it. All right, let's talk about indie wrestling, though. Let's uh, let's dive into this tit talk and everything because we do have. a Guess coming on uh, at the uh, later on the show, and I want to make sure we get to that spot when he's ready. All right. So um, I actually was given another uh, show to talk about, thanks to BJ Porter once again. Who what show is that? What show? What show? What uh, show? Back, what show? Back, what show? Back, tell me. Back, well, tell me. Tell me. Tell me. If you would shut up. Backbreaker. That also took place this past Saturday. Um, he made his debut there. Um, but back, backbreaker just, wrestling. Yes, never heard of it. They do. They do a show every couple months. 
just for shits and giggles, I guess. But it's a pretty big deal, apparently. Backbreaker wrestling? Yes. Where was it at? Uh, good, good question. I think it's somewhere in Indiana. That's all I know. You doesn't fucking tell you? I I knew, but then I like I said I forget things like um like what I forget kind, everything what else. Kind of half assed you have fucking helping you out here. You know shit happens. I'll go to his page. That's right. We uh, Mega, we search Mega on the fly. Mega Clash Mega. Five. It's, it was in um Griffith. Griffith. Oh no shit. Nice. Yes, but we will not get into that yet. So let's start with a show. There are that, no limits. That um, JFW was that together? Oh, you want to do ARW first? We can do ARW. Let's do ARW. We can do ARW first. Let's do that. We can do ARW first. So AR, <clears throat> pardon me. So ARW had a show last Wednesday, the night before Thanksgiving, the night before we stuff our faces and hate our our lives forever. Yeah. Until until maybe summertime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh this by is, the way this is not this is not the time to go on a diet. No. Uh not. by the way, I did have that uh that beer. And it did, it did not smell like dog, oh. and Maybe it tasted pretty one. good. Give me a bad one. I'm starting to think I know what happened. So I brought it in the building, and you didn't. It was in my bag for maybe a couple hours in the building. So in your, in your sweaty gym bag. No, it was it? It was in my bag that I put my contacts and shit in. Yeah. Not my. And then you had it in that other bag that was left at the school, right? For a year? No. God, no. It was in a cooler that was at, that was at the house of Hunter Payne. No, but that makes perfect sense. It was cold when you bought it. You put it in a bag. It warmed up. I put it out of my car where it got cold again. So it probably just got skunked. Yeah. I'm willing to try it again. I'm willing to go to Indiana and try it again. It just, it, I don't know, dude. It just like uh, it didn't taste bad. I, no. It had a nice beer taste to it. Uh, it. It didn't taste like skunk. I've had some skunky beer. Trust me. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe the uh, all the uh, classy craft beers I've been drinking have uh, ruined my palate for uh, non-craft beers. Because I wouldn't consider the uh, Broken Skull IPA as a craft beer. I'd consider it more of like the Budweiser uh, area, the level. Mm. You know, but like I said, right. I'm, at the end of the day, I do appreciate you getting me the beer. Um, at the same time, I don't know what you did to it. But, uh, it's cool. Hey, when, you know, it wouldn't be a show if I don't get blamed for something. No, that's true. You got to stop doing shit. But if I stop doing shit, then I just stop doing. <laughs> tip, tip time, turtle. All right, tip time. So, um, tip time, nubs. So ARW. Um, now I'm sure you have a good memory. So help me out if I'm wrong, as uh, usual. 
I don't know what you think is a good memory, but I have ideas. I have right. I, I have recollections of things, but yeah, yeah, no, I, I was there. I saw some shit. So uh, the show started out with um, surprisingly, didn't think it was gonna start out this way, but I guess it makes sense. Um, Ivan Manson and the family came out. Uh, yeah, Ivan um, did his farewell dress. I thought it was going to be the finale. I thought that's how they were going to end the show. But honestly, seeing how the main event panned out, it made a lot more sense. Um, but I am glad that they did uh, that way. I mean, obviously, uh, uh, Ivan's unplanned injury uh, obviously kind of uh, limits his mobility. And I think getting him done and, you know, in and out and done for the night was probably more of a focal point on uh, their um their idea of how they kind of set the whole show up. But I'm glad they kind of opened the show like that because uh, um, I think people, a lot of people who were there were anticipating that speech and they were able to not have to wait that long in order to hear it. Yeah. So um, well, I don't I don't know if the speech is going to be posted anywhere online. Uh, if it is, awesome. I definitely recommend checking it out. If it's not, if you haven't seen it, uh, I did take a recording of the entirety of the speech, which will be released uh, at the beginning of the part two interview I'm doing with Ivan, uh, hopefully sometime in December. Awesome. Yeah. So So um, after Ivan did his speech, said his goodbyes, um, they had some family business, if you will, to attend to. They um, recruited a prospect, not an official member, yeah. a prospect. Which way did you vote? Huh? Which way were you voting for? I want I wanted him to be the full-on member. I said it from day one. Oh, you got to earn that shit. I think he's shit. earned it. I think he's earned it. He's been, he's been doing a lot of work. Yeah, you got to earn that shit. If I had prospect oh. shirts, you'd still be wearing one. Probably. Yeah. I think I just want the prospect shirt just to say <laughs> F1. It's like I bought the family shirt. Now I can walk around and uh, get let people think I'm part of the family. Someone actually did think I was. I mean, it makes sense. I can see that. Hey, don't. Uh, the family turtle. Hey, let I. I'm not going to talk about it. <laughs> um, so, uh, ended up being Jay City, yeah. who, um, I guess now he's gonna be, uh, what is it, J.C. Manson? J.C. Manson, Maybe. Yep. Maybe. As um, of right now, as of right now, that's his name. That's uh, right. That, that's how Ivan introduced him. Uh, that's how he was called, uh, I mean, we're going to talk about the match he had, but, you know, you know, the ref or the announcer said it, uh, as of right now, until he fucks up, he's going forward being known as JC Manson. And, uh, it, yeah, it was, it was a pick by Ivan. He, he made the call, uh, but, uh, you know, uh, you know, I guess at the end of the day, um, Charlie gets to make that final decision because it's, I guess, technically in a way it is Charlie's family. It, it was his family originally. Yeah. He started it. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, th- it was then uh, the workhorses obviously has to stick uh, their phones and businesses uh, that they think they can do, you know. So um, 
they wanted to just get their name out there, you know, show their faces, their ugly ass faces. Um, so ended up being, um, JC Manson against, uh, DB3. I put, <laughs> I put DB. It's supposed to be DP3, uh, of the workhorses and, um, via the stunner, uh, JC Manson wins. But it wasn't enough for Charlie at the time. Yeah. You uh you know more about uh you know more about the new Manson guy than I do. Uh right? Correct. You've seen him before he's been picked for the Manson family? Yeah, I've seen him wrestle a bit. He has rapped for me once, maybe is, twice. Is, so is the stunner his move or is he doing that because of he, Ivan? He's doing it because of Ivan. Okay. I have never seen him do a stunner. So that might be just an Ivan thing. Gotcha. Well, that's pretty cool. That's nice of him. Uh, I what a tribute. I, I do a stunner too, but I do a different way. You do a stunner? But I, I do, I land on my knees, so it looks like it's land, he's uh, hitting my shell a bit too. I like it. That's really cool. And well, that is that modified a little bit. Huh? Got modified a little bit. I like it. Of course. But I don't use it often, just when I need to. Gotcha. Alright, um, so that happened. Um uh again, JC Manson beat the a workhorse and they all cried like bitches. <laughs> um, so the next match it was Yukon Wild, they defeated VJ Price and JPH. Yeah. How about that? <laughs> I like Youth Gone Wild. I'm a huge fan of uh, the Scumbag Army. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, obviously, I think that because this is a tag team tournament. This is advancing into the tournament. So, I think them winning is uh, is more logical. They have more. I mean, obviously, uh, JPH and VJ Price know of each other. Teaming together isn't a consistent thing for them as it is for Youth Gone Wild. So, obviously, they use that tag team knowledge to their advantage. And I think maybe JPH had a little bit of an ego going through the whole thing that I think he was more focused on making himself look good rather than picking up the victory. Uh, VJ he didn't try to make a tag. He didn't try to make the tag at all until later. It's like, why didn't you try? Yeah, so... um it's a shame for uh, VJ because I know VJ did his absolute best, but at the same time, it's I think he's better off just focusing on uh, moving forward with top shelf with El Dorado and everything, and yeah. not worried about you know teaming up with other people to go after titles at other companies. So I, I, I yeah, I'm, I I, th- I think Youth Gone Wild is promising. I can see, I I can see them being the next tag team champions of ARW. Definitely. Um, so that happened. Um, congratulations, Youth Gone Wild. I'm dancing the tournament. Uh, Max Holiday defeated Nick Diamond. You mean, uh, longest reigning three time SCW heavyweight champion, Max Holiday? Uh, you know, the greatest POW heavyweight champion of all time. Greatest champion of all time. God, what a guy. Yeah, you know, great match. Obviously, it was very hard hitting. Finishing him off with that boot named Sue, picking up the victory. Yes, that was sir. my first time. That was my first time seeing uh, Nick Diamond wrestle uh, in person. 
Uh, great, great competitor. Yeah, great competitor, and uh, obviously uh, golden ticket holder. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Holiday obviously uh, he's he's been around uh, quite some time. He's had some pretty uh, heavy hitting uh, opponents. Obviously, uh, probably one of the biggest ones that uh, he's going to come up to is going to be Rhino at Powell this weekend. Um, yeah, I think Diamond probably went a little too cocky, didn't uh, kind of, you know, plan shit outright, and uh, how they took advantage of that opportunity. Again, another one for the Scumbag Army. Definitely. Um, a special side note for Nick Diamond, um, he's actually going down to the Rhodes Academy in January. Oh, good for him. So I'd be, he, you know, he's a talented kid. I, I can see him going to AEW sometime next year. Yeah, I can say, you know, hopefully he doesn't come back uh, being a douchebag like JPH does, but I guess he's already a douchebag, well, so. Well, ex- exactly, he's already a douchebag, so he's got that working for him now. Yeah, so he, might okay. come back, he, he might come back being a good person. Yeah, I yeah. still owe him. I owe him a fucking punch in the face, but uh, we'll get to that later. <laughs> so, um, uh, the newest uh, member of uh, ARW, I guess he's calling himself Captain Marvelous. No. Yeah, yeah, no comments on that kid. Uh, yeah, so ARW signed a, a homegrown talent, calling himself uh, Captain Marvelous. Uh, well, it remains to be seen on how well he'll do. Seems like he's an athlete, so we'll see. Uh, Bow, BLW, Bruce Owen Wesker defeated, uh, his opponents, Dave Allen and Excalibur to retain the Indiana State Championship. That was a fun match. Yeah, BOW's been around for a very long time, and uh, I don't see him uh, losing that title anytime soon. Obviously, we saw a lot of uh, team-ups with uh, Allen and Excalibur against BOW, and even that didn't work. And again, another victory for the Scumbag Army. Really, uh, uh, I believe it was was a clean sweep for the Scumbag Army uh, at this show. Yeah. Um... So, and a, a special thing that happened, uh, Rion Skills, uh, stole your chair. Yeah. That's right, fucking, I wrote that down. What a, what a fucking monster. <laughs> I don't, I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't understand why it is when I go to ARW, like, shit just gets weird, like, you know, you get referees who fucking want to try to sit on my lap or, Stick their gross ass fingers into my fucking food, or you get, uh, you know, you know, once was people stealing my chair. I just, I, I don't fucking get it. I don't know why people can't just leave travesty alone, but hey, I get it. You know, these are, these are people Steve associates himself with, so I mean, it's pretty logical how they just can't just leave my shit alone. <laughs> But you know what? It was nice meeting Rion in person for the very first time. Uh sweetheart of a guy. Not the real deal, but uh, you know. <laughs> uh so uh Joey Boom Boom uh called out Mark White thinking this match was gonna happen. And well, no. Mark White apparently is still not cleared to wrestle again. Yeah, he, so, he said it himself that he may never be cleared. Honestly, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I hope we never see his face again. The guy is a cancer okay. anyway. True that. Don't even 
Just get them out of the building. Hire some people and just don't let them out there. Joey, boom, boom, Mr. Boom, boom. I'm here for you. I'll take them out myself. You want I am a, a hero. I am a hero. Wednesday. You went there for a Wednesday. You want a hero Wednesday. I'm not allowed to be. He got his ass handed to him. I'm not allowed to be. I, I, I bought a ticket. That's all I could do. He got, he got his ass handed to him Wednesday, and but, you didn't help him one bit. You're not a hero to him. I'm, I could be a hero. You could have jumped on me. You, 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 you could have been Joey the hero boom, that boom. he needed. But, Joey, you, boom, boom, you, I could be your hero now. Just you know what to do. <sighs> you, just, you, just yeah. get, you just let him get his ass kicked the entire time. You just watched from your chair. I did, but that's what I got. That's what I paid to do. That's what I paid to do. You did the exact opposite of what Steve has been doing at RPW. He just sat there. He well, he doesn't buy a ticket, so he should do that. I bought a ticket. Uh, so yeah, Joey Boom Boom got beat up by the horde. A bunch of masked men. See, it's I, I can just vision myself the amazing turtle kicking the shit. Out of the horde, wish list, uh, Foot Clan. Yeah, I could take him. Yeah, but uh, but in reality, you just sat there and watched it all happen. Yeah, I did. And but, it did it kind of come out of nowhere, and uh, I guess kind of an impromptu match. I didn't, I didn't really understand what was going on because he got beat up by every single person in the horde, and uh, who who refed that match? Uh, uh, tutor. Yeah, Thor. No, I, I. You should probably work with that guy and say, "Hey, listen, it's all well and good if you want to call disqualification in a match, but maybe do it after the first person attacks, or the second, maybe the third, or the fourth." Well, but, I see. I am not senior official there. You know who is? Flat top. So that's his job. Yeah. So flat top. Maybe you should uh take your boy. Slap him a little bit and tell him what it, what like it is, you know. Is the uh, the flat top listen to our show? Um, probably not. But if we do mention his name, maybe people that do listen to our show will get tell him, you know. Well, get I hope somehow. I hope he does listen to our show because you know you know who doesn't listen to our show. Who doesn't listen to our show? People who go fuck themselves. Holy shit. Holy shit. Oh, so, um, yeah, that happened. I'm not gonna lie. As a quick side note, I fucking make these glasses work. You do. I don't know. I, I, I bought these to, to fucking make fun of Steve. And yet, I fucking don't mind them. I'm gonna have to get Damien's, uh, opinion on this. I'll have to, I'll have to ask, I'll have to, I'll have to ask your boss if, uh, your other boss looks sweet in glasses. Cause you know, my boss is a great guy. God. Yeah. That's um, great. That's great as my boss. Cause I love, love my him. boss. Cause he's a great guy. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, now uh, moving on to the main yeah. event. Um. Nick Cutler retains over Greg Glover for a heavyweight title. However, um, Nick Diamond did attempt to cash mm-hmm. in his golden ticket, golden ticket, but um, but he was stopped by uh a guy named Dave. I don't remember the whole name, 
but I've seen him around. He's he's actually been stalking Nick Cutler a bit. Ish. Mm. But, um, so he stopped Nick Diamond from uh, cashing in, and that allowed uh, Glover and Cutler to double-team Nick Diamond for a short minute. And then Cutler retained the title. Um, it was a great, it was a great main event. Obviously, uh, uh, we we saw a ton. Fuck yeah, you guys don't know this or not, but fucking Nubby muted the mic to cough for the first time in a uh, very long time. So I proud. Struggled to get it. <laughs> so, so fucking proud. Uh, we actually saw uh, the title change hands uh, a few times. Obviously, uh, I don't know if you want to call her a bodyguard or a valet or whatever the hell she is. Um, definitely uh, help Cutler or hold on to the title a couple times, whether it be distracting the referee, throwing uh, Cutler's foot up on the rope and everything. Um, oh yeah, he said guy named Dave, uh, protected, uh, Color from losing his title to the golden ticket. Um, so, uh, what was, what was the dude's name that he fought again? Uh, Greg Glo- Glover. Glover. His former uh, best. What? His be- former best friend. Gotcha. Um, obviously he said that it wasn't over. He said the next time he does get a title shot, he is going to walk away with it. We don't know when that's going to be, but it'll be interesting to see if he lives up to his promise and, uh, see if he does take that championship home with him the next time he, uh, he goes, he takes a run for it. ARW's next show is until next year. Yep. As far as I know. So that was the, technically the season finale of ARW. So all in all, good show. Yes, sir. All right. Uh, ARW was fun. All right. And that happened. Uh, yeah, again, not till next year. All right. We got CTW, Crash Tested Wrestling. Cool. They had a show called Crash Givings. Excellent. It was definitely a Crash Giving. Uh, we had uh, two lethal lottery matches to start off the show. The first one, John Francis was number one. Sean Danger uh, was number two. John, uh, John Francis got the win. He advances nice. to the tournament. Um, match two, Muggsy James uh, took on Michael Pierce. Muggsy James won, so he advances into the tournament. Um. Uh. So where am I at? Okay, losing my mind already. The next match um, was the first of two elimination matches, four-on-four Survivor Series-type matches. Uh, before the match started, as um, Team High Society went out there, uh, Chris Miller said that um, their manager, Cameron Wayne, couldn't make it due to car trouble or stuff, some stuff like that. But GM Steve, our, our Steve, Mr. Aaron, um, announced that he had suspended Cameron Wayne from that show. So obviously he didn't want Cameron around to start shit, get involved. He wanted to keep everything clean. So again, uh, Team High Society, which was Chris Miller, uh, Nick Diamond, as we talked about from ARW, 
the scumbag attorney, attorney Eric Schultz, and then a workhorse teamed up with them, Wade Evans. They took on Team CTW, which was yours truly amazing turtle, Jay Thunder, Jared Kripke, and Hot Rod Daddy Andy. Ah, uh, unfortunately, Team CTW lost this match. Who got pinned? Ah, uh, who got pinned? Who got pinned, Nubby? I am reluctantly raising my hand. Oh, Nubby. I was the last to sur- try to survive. Um, and that's good though, man. That's good. You became the sole survivor. Well, no, that's a lie. You became the last person that the sole survivors beat. Right. You're uh, like the final yeah. zombie. Right. <laughs> Fucking, uh, so, uh, the, the last two of Team CTW, or, not, uh, High Society, was, uh, Chris Miller and Nick Diamond, um, you know, I actually was doing well with them. I actually had them. I gave both shell shocks. I gave Chris Miller a stunner, but um, as I was about ready to go pin uh, Nick Diamond or get Chris Miller or something, Wade Evans had the referee, caught my attention, and I turn around. I'm getting belt shot from Nick Diamond, and one, two, three. They cheated you, bro. They fucking they cheated, cheated you. Me. They fucking cheated me. But a win is good, right? Yeah, let's, 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 we can look at it from the other side, though. You know, when somebody distracts the referee, that means somebody's about to do something shady. Yeah, I guess you would think and, you guys know and, that. Man. And you fell for it. Hopefully this helps you grow, not only as a wrestler, but as a referee. Though. When somebody goes to distract you, hey, maybe I should turn around real quick and see if anything shady's happening. I don't think any of us wrestlers have ever, you know. No, nah, because if you did, uh, my uh, SCW High Voltage Championship wouldn't be with, uh, you know, with a POW guy. Yeah. But I thought he wasn't a POW guy now. He was just a regular guy. Oh, still. Well, when, it, when, when I could point blame at you, he's whatever I want him to be. Okay. Yeah. Well, that... Guess, oh, but just let so you know, just let so you know, uh, still working on your title shot. Don't worry, still, still on the list of things to do. It's still in the 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 weekly meeting minutes. It's still there, right, right between um, right between uh, uh, Jimmy John subs at catering and um, a, a sofa love seat in my office. So it's right in between there. There's a priority list. You're right in between there. Perfect. I like being in between. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, like a, um, like a happy sandwich of uh of what I want, right there. So, uh, with that said, um, I guess I'm just gonna say this now. Yeah, I'm gonna be done with you know high society at this point. I mean, if they want to get in my way of my goals, and I'm just gonna knock them down. But I'm not looking for revenge on them in 2023. I have other goals. I need to reach those goals because you know my time in wrestling not gonna. It's gonna come up soon. I, I know it. I can only come back about 50 more times. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I have, uh, I, I made the, a goal last year to make a decision every year to either quit or not quit. Mm-hmm. And I, and this, this is a shoot. Every year is going to 
you know, dictate what I do next year. So I'm going to say now I'm going to continue wrestling in next year throughout the whole year. And whatever I feel like doing in 2024, we'll, I'll make that decision in 2023. Uh, the only thing that is for sure is, um, in, I'm not going to say that this time. Uh, I did sign that. I, even though it's a rocket pro issue, um, I am signed on through the 2024 season. So, yes. uh, with that said, um, intermission happened and then we're on to the next lethal lottery. Um, Jared Kripke, who was on my team, was picked, and he took on Wade Evans, who was on Team uh, High Society, and Kripke beat Wade Evans. Nice. So Wade Evans lost twice, technically, because he did not survive for his team. Um, next lethal lottery match, a returning and former CTW heavyweight champion, from way back in the day of CTW, Brutus Owen Wesker, B.O.W., was picked, and he took on Jay Thunder. Uh, B.O.W. got the win. It was good to see Bao back in CTW. He was an original. He was there on the very first show when CTW was originally started. Um, Steve uh, got really excited. That I thought he had an that I thought he had an aneurysm on commentary. <laughs> um, yeah, but I won that match, and then um, it was Team ARC versus Team Payback. Um, Marche was a sole survivor of his team and got the win. So Marche now is getting a CTW heavyweight title shot against Miles Mercer in January. And that's when CTW returns. Did you say February? January. January, gotcha. I was like, damn, they're really taking a fucking break. Nah, not that big of a break. <laughs> so that's the end of Crash Tested. Alright, um, how much time we got before Saint gets his butt here? I did message him saying that you're dragging ass, so we may have to move it back uh, 15 minutes. We got time. Uh, you bastard. Why? Because I told him the truth? No. <laughs> okay, Um. then you know what? Let's well, we got, look, we got we got, we got, to do, we got to do IPW's results, and then we got Powell's... Uh, Match card, and then we got IPW's match card. So we got time. You mean RPW? What'd I say? You said IPW twice. No. Yeah, you did. Prove it. You said we got the IPW match card results. Wait, and then I said POW. You said POW and then IPW after that. Not him. We can't prove it. Yes, we can. See, this is why people don't like you. Because you, 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 you lie. Because you fucking lie. I call you out on your shit. Because you lie. I don't lie. You said IPW. Because you lie. Speaking of IPW, <laughs> they had a show this past Sunday. <laughs> uh, the hosts for the show were the, uh, the Chicago Knockouts, the Roller Derby Girls. They started off the show 
as every host do, does. Um, started out, Miles Mercer and Hot Rod Daddy Andy were fighting already for yeah, the show. See, real, real quick, real quick, before you even get into any of that, I don't know if it's like maybe like God making a decision to get me sick to where I couldn't make this IPW show because deep down he probably knew that if I showed up, I'd probably get my ass kicked by, you know, the uh, the the skaters. Probably. Yeah, uh, to be to be beaten up by a uh, a group of uh, nine year old girls at a fucking birthday party at a roller rink uh, would be pretty embarrassing. <laughs> wow, if that's if you didn't deserve your ass whooped before, probably deserve it now. I know that's crazy because it feels like I'm untouchable and I'm okay. You're a monster. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, it's fine. I, I did, uh, I did, uh, I don't know if I mentioned this or anything, but at the last SCW show, I was, uh, spoken to, uh, by Angel about some of my, uh, uh, statements I made about her on a previous show after she said some things about me on the Power Hour. Um, and I took it out of respect, which I will have her, uh, her and Aaron Xavier on this show, uh, before the next SCW, so I've definitely got that planned as well. A lot, of, a lot of, a lot of more. We have more wrestlers and stuff coming on this show, and I'm very happy about that. Anyways, go ahead. You're saying Hot Rod Daddy Andy, Miles Mercer, duking it out. Yeah, they were duking it out and all that happy stuff. Um, Cactus Rack and the, and everybody else followed them throughout the building, and then. And they came back and they announced the first match, which happened to be Renee Van Peebles versus VIP. Um, Wait, what? Renee Van Peebles took on VIP. Yeah, that sounds all right. Okay. Would Would you believe me if I told you that VIP won this match? Um, I wouldn't believe it if you said he won this match cleanly. But uh, if you told me he cheated to win, I kind of believe that a little bit. But even then, it'd be very far-fetched. Well, you might be sort of right. Okay. Because he, he took advantage of the situation. Because Miles and uh, Hot Rod Daddy Andy started fighting some more. And mm-hmm. Renee Van Peebles got distracted. And that's how VIP took advantage. Yeah. But still, yeah. a win is a win, right? A win is a win. Uh, I wouldn't call it a victory, though. I mean, he did uh, end up uh, beating somebody when they weren't re- weren't expecting it, uh, which is fine. Um, now, I don't know if Amazon's going to be able to say the same thing come December when she has her match against Renee Band People at SCW's uh, December event. But you know what? VIP now has something he could uh, hang his hat on and be proud of. Yeah. You know? Yes, he can't win all the time, but hey, you know. There you go. All right, um, we have new IPW Tag Team Champions, the Bro Bros. God, I miss God. I can't believe I didn't make this fucking show. They defeated Damian Tyler, Tyler and Leo LaFlair, who were in a gauntlet match. The Bro Bros were team three. Out of four? 
Uh, three. There were. Oh, it was only three. Okay, only, so there was a final. Yeah. Oh, cool. Good for them. Uh, after that match, uh, Miles Mercer uh, chases down the knockouts, and they de- he's demanding them to calm down Hot Rod Daddy Andy. And so Cactus Rack made a special announcement. Um, since Miles and Hot Rod Daddy Andy are, have their teams for the Captain's Fall match, mm-hmm. whoever team won, either if Miles team won or Hot Rod Daddy Andy's team won, whoever won, they get to choose a stipulation for their singles match that will be coming up at a later date. So good, you know, good on Cactus Rack for, uh, you know, making a good decision. She should be GM all the time. Cactus Rack? Yeah. Why? Because she made a good decision. Why? She made, Why she not? made, she had one fucking idea, bro. It was a good idea. It was one idea. I mean, let's, let's calm ourselves. I mean, it's all cool that she's, you know, Hosting on the Power Hour and everything, but come on out, she's not a real wrestler or a wrestling fan. You know, she's whatever. Oh, uh, well, am I am I the only one that thinks it? I mean, come on now, let's think about it logically. I mean, it's all cool what she does and everything, but let's be real, it honestly, just is roller skating. You, I'm, you know, I'm trying to save you here. I don't need to be saved. I'm fine. It's not like they listen to the show. How do you come know? On. I mean, come on now. The fact that she had to hear what I said from somebody else proves that she has to listen to the fucking show. Yeah, you know, I'm fine with that. But I'm just saying, you know, like you know, yeah, you know, stick a uh, stick to uh stick to your uh, your roller skate tag, you know, and uh, be okay. All right, if you say so. Anyway, um, after all that happiness and stuff, all that good stuff, uh, Steve came out. He addresses the crowd about the email that he was given last week. Um, that he had to choose to either you know face one of the workhorses or all three workhorses, or he would be fired along with Rian Skills. So. Um, Steve Red was out there with him, and they were trying to convince Rion to join them in a trios match against the workhorses. Rion at first declined and slapped Steve. He slapped Steve twice. <coughs> but the crowd wanted Rion to team up with them. So, there will be a trios match very soon between the Power Hour and the Workhorses. And you talked about it before. There was a a little bit of a... uh, You saw C-Red was shoving and pushing the Workhorses. Well, all three of them did it. And you need to stop lying. Mm-hmm. You need to stop lying there, sir. What? What do I do? I saw what just popped up on my phone. <laughs> you are dragging ass here too. 
I'm not dragging ass. I've allowed, I've allowed you to speak speak your shit. I'm you're speaking your shit. Oh yeah, that's true. Anyway, so after all that, uh, the junior heavyweight title match was on the line. Uh, Muggsy Jane versus Nick Diamond in a rematch. Mm-hmm. Uh, Muggsy hits uh, Diamond with the belt. Well, I don't know if he actually hit him with it. He actually slammed Nick Diamond on it, but the referee saw it, called for disqualification. Mm-hmm. But next month, it will be in a one more time in a no disqualification match between Muggsy James and Nick Diamond for the junior heavyweight championship. You said that's in December. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, special challenge match: uh, VJ Price versus Jay Thunder. Uh, Jay Thunder got the win. Look at VJ's making the round, brother. Yeah. Um. It was only after the match VJ Price and his crew um, def- um, beat up on Jay Thunder after the match. Of course, you know. Um, and a special motivational Mike motivational challenge match. Motivational Mike um, called out anybody and. And it wasn't just anybody who went out there to wrestle. It was yours truly, the Amazing Turtle. And guess who won, Travis? Guess who was motivated to win? I'm going to say it to you because you seem really excited. I'm excited because I did win. Fuck yeah, man. Of course you did. But, but, there's always a but. (laughs) I was then attacked by Russell T.D., because he said he was motivated to do so. Getting too big for my shell, apparently. <laughs> All right. You don't worry so, about my conversations. You focus on what you're doing here, bud. Well, when it's popping up in front of my uh, my notes. All right. Special challenge match. Uh, trios match. Uh, Captain Falls rules. Now, rules of this Captain Falls is... You know, you got a captain, which is Miles Mercer. The other captain is Hot Rock Daddy Andy. Only one of them can get pinned. You cannot pin any other member of the team. Well, it ended up being Hot Rod Daddy Andy's team that won. So he gets to pick the stipulation for next month. Did he decide? Did he decide? uh, I don't know if he decided yet. Gotcha. But, but it wasn't announced at the end of the at the end of the match. I don't remember if it was. But ah, it, Nubby, you were there. I got beat up. Remember? Oh, you were yeah. You're just too busy bragging about your fucking victory in the back. Let's see what Damien has to say. Oh, I got I got beat up. But then after the match, uh, Damien Gray, who was still in the ring, was just being himself, and then Sean Danger came out and beat him up, and then. We had a bit of a waterfall between all the wrestlers. Uh, everyone came out, did something to each other, and then I was actually one of the last ones. I thought I was. Beat, I beat up three other people. And then um, Aaron Stone decided to throw his nose into business, beat me up, beat up uh, Mad Dog Jay, or Mad Dog Jack, whatever he calls himself this year. And then the workhorses came in, beat up Aaron Stone, but then Steve took out the rest, took out the workhorses. That's how we ended the show. Steve took out all the workhorses? Yes, he did. He speared the shit out of them. 
Way to go, Steve. Okay. And that's and that's all I got for IPW. Excellent, excellent. Well, let's uh, let's move right along to the POW uh, match card because uh, you know yeah, it's irking it's irking me how you're keeping Damian weight. You're keeping him weight, but I'm keeping him waiting. Yeah, you are. I give you ample time to get through all your information, and you yeah, were, here we are. You were very talkative today. You spent you spent way too much time talking about yourself. You were talking about everything under the sun. Talk, 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 Normally talk, you talk, don't. Talk. All right, I let's know. get through this pile shit. It has been it has been mentioned to me. It's like Travis, we miss you talking so much. I'm like, I get it. And you, right. you, you, you there. You, you're the one that's like, it's like, hey, you know, you, you were at ARW, so you could fill in and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Trying to, trying to get you to work off some shit here, bro. All right, let's do this. Let's get match the pile. Get some, get some, get, off, get some pile match stuff. Yeah, yeah, all right. So we got, uh, Paul has a show this Saturday. Um, now where are they? They're at the Twin, Twin Lakes, right? Yeah. yeah. American Legion Pulse 703. Or, yeah, uh, route, North Route 12 or something. 703 North Route 12, Box Lake, Illinois. This is called Rage Reaction. Doors open at 6, bell time is 7. Reserve, front rows, reserve seats are sold out. Gentlemen, mission tickets available by using the link on their webpage, on their Facebook page for $15 in advance or 20 at the door the day of the show. Already signed. The Powell Heavyweight Championship. Uh, the greatest Powell Heavyweight Champion, the Beer Bruiser Max Holiday. With Terry Allen, your boss. Oh my well, he's a great guy. Versus ECW legend Rhino. We saw him at, uh, Rage, Wrestle Rage. And yeah. he, he gored, uh, the hell out of Max Holiday after his match. Totally unacceptable, but okay. All right. Um, Pile Tag Team Championship. Uh, champions, Bad Hombre Cartel, will be taking the Irish Pub Army, the IPA, which um, one of the members of that team is your high voltage champion. That's true. He's a great guy, too. Uh, Sandra D has been banned from the building. Aww. Who made that decision? I mean, Chris Hepburn's not commissioner anymore. Yeah, that makes sense. It is kind of funny how he's not commissioner anymore, and things are starting to get better at Powell. Right. It's weird to think that that's the thing. It's crazy. Uh, Who would have thought? Yeah, right? Uh, Midwest Championship match. Uh, the newest champion, Desile, will be taking on SCW's Hawaiian hitman, Koa Laksamana. Bring home the gold, Koa. Um, this triple threat match you are very interested in. Uh, the human highlight reel, your cousin, Acid versus Axel Rico versus Polly Tomaselli. Now, why couldn't Chris Hedford get this match before? What a shitty commissioner he was. Yeah. Well, because he seems like the kind of guy who doesn't give a, uh, a legend, a Hall of Famer like Acid a thought. Maybe it's because he's related to you. Maybe Chris Hefford just hates you. Chris Hefford loves me. He just doesn't like you. I don't know why you think people don't like me. I'm lovable as fuck. <laughs> Hefford was all on board coming on the show for me. He just didn't want to be here because of you. 
Now we don't even get him at all. Who wants a who wants a fucking interview a former fucking commissioner? Ugh. Yeah, right. Ugh. You. He um, probably didn't. He probably didn't want to ask it at fucking uh, Powell because he trained uh, fucking Turtle. That's right. He did. He probably blames fucking. Uh, he probably blames uh, Elite Pro Wrestling and Mike Nolan for the existence of fucking Nubby. That's right. Yeah, don't put it on me. People love Travis. I'm lovable, damn it. Even people I even people I say shit about fucking loves me. I don't get it. That's weird. It is weird. Because I'm not I'm the same way. There are people that talk shit about me, but yeah. still love me at the same time. It's weird. Nutty. Okay, where did it go? Why does this shit happen to me? Okay. Mm, that's what I say Never. when I pee. <laughs> Never pee. <laughs> um all right, a special um number one contenders match for the Midwest Championship in January. It's gonna be Mason Perks taking on Mateo Valentine. That's uh, a solid match. Yeah, it is. Um Scott Spade with Tiny and Mr. Smisery will be taking on Tommy Magabre of um what's that team he's with with Kazile, uh whatever. It don't matter. Um uh, the Bruiser Mass Index will be taking on the Trog, the Trog, the Caveman, and Moo Dog Murray. I don't know who the the Bruiser Mass Index is, but that's okay. Um, and then in the hot seat with Nicholas H. By the way, as Chris Hedford's father. Which one? Nicholas H. Gotcha. I think I saw him at a show once. Uh, it will be Jimmy Blaze and Hunter Payne in the ring together in the hot seat. So like, a, is that like a sh- like a like a TV show, something like that? A fucking talk show. Yeah, and they're gonna air their shit out. Perfect. I, I think it makes its truth. Yeah, it sounds like a bunch of back in my day fucking stories. Do you think they're gonna have a truce? I I think they're more more likely to fucking have pudding than an early nap. <laughs> we trying to say they're old? They're it's, it's strongly implied there, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They don't give me places. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know. It's, it's, well, he offered it. Uh, he offered the opportunity for them to work together uh, at the last uh, POW show. They shook hands by all uh, by all thoughts. It looks like they are moving forward. But as uh, Hunter mentioned in his promo, uh, Blaze did give him the finger when he walked away. So you know, like a uh, like, like a teenage boy, Hunter's sitting here with uh, mixed signals. Yeah. You know, is she going to the prom with me? Is she not? Who knows? <laughs> yeah. All right, um, that's the end of the pal stuff. So I guess we can bring on the man if he wants uh, to come yeah. on. We made no. him wait too long. Oh no, not we! Don't say we. Oh, because you're the button guy. You could have had him on, and he could have listened to me ramble. I'm not. I'm not going to sit here and waste a man's time hearing about other promotions when he has his own shit to deal with. I'm well, not going to say. Could've... I'm not, I'm not gonna say, hey Damien, um, you know, do me a favor, man. Why don't you come onto the show, but go ahead and mute yourself for the next hour or so, so nobody can get his shit out. And, well, uh, he could have helped out with the IPW stuff because he was one of the refs. 
No, that's not. That's not how this fucking works. Okay. Well. Uh, let's see, we're gonna get him on. I'm just gonna. Um... <laughs> yeah. I might uh, as well get uh, my, my ass chewing ready. Oh, you're the one that's gonna introduce him, right? Uh, maybe. You you got a lot of ass kissing to do, fucking bro. And I recommend you fucking do it, and you start out right. You know, make sure you're the guy who's like, like now introducing my boss, my leader, my savior, my god. You know, right. throw some shit you know in what? there. Don't you know what? I, I accept that challenge. Yeah, all I need you to do is just be a person, introduce the guy, you know, with the respect that he deserves, and I think everything's gonna be okay. All right, I'll do it. Challenge accepted. Challenge accepted. All right, all right, ladies and gentlemen, it is now time to bring in my boss, who I love very, very much, because he is a great guy. He is general manager of Rocket Pro Wrestling. He is everybody's favorite general manager. Here he is. Welcome to JFW Just Freaking Wrestling. Damien Saint. How the hell are you, boss? Turtle, what the hell did you do wrong now? That's a lot of ass kissing even for you, buddy. That's right. You, I, see, you see what a little berating will do to somebody? It's amazing. <laughs> as, just, as, we, as we waited for you to come on, I kind of tell him, like, you just got to be a person. I want I want the absolute best out of you, Nubsters. And I, I, can't I, wait feel like I, I feel like I did my best. You did. You did. I mean, it seemed a little patronizing there at the beginning, but you started to warm up. Because here's the thing. I don't I don't get a lot of guests on this show, and a lot of it's you. So we need to stop that. So, Damien, I do appreciate you coming on the show. Thank you. No, no, no. Travis, thank you so much for having me, my friend. Absolutely. Well, from one general manager to another, uh, obviously, uh, you have had a lot of success over at Rocket Pro over the last I think going on four months now. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, it, it's, it's one of the things where uh, I'm, I'm trying to learn from the very best. And I, I get, it's awesome to get a chance to be talking to the very best. Um, I've seen general managers like Hetford, uh, Sentinel, who just kind of shit the bed. Steve, who just really, uh, they don't really bring out what I think, you know, makes the best general manager. But then when I hear about a guy who's taking Rocket Pro to the next level, selling out show after show after show. I'm like, this is the guy that I need to talk to, I need to meet, I need to learn from. And that's why I'm excited to be at the next show, because I promise you I will be there. And that's because of you, and I think a lot of your fans feel the same way. Well, I greatly appreciate that, my friend. I cannot wait to meet you in person, finally. Yeah, well, I'm a great fun guy. I'm, I'm the opposite of nubby, if that tells you any sense whatsoever. I mean, you do have hair, so yes, that's you are the opposite. That's true. I actually, uh, I had glasses on earlier, but I was like, I gotta take these off. I don't want, uh, I don't want to look like Steve in any way whatsoever. <laughs> like, I just exactly. can't do it. You don't want to incite the wrath of Saints that quickly. Yeah, no, no, but I will tell you, though, I, I look pretty sweet. I'm gonna throw them on real quick because I did look pretty sweet on, on him, so give me a second here. Damn it, Steve, get the hell out of here! What the <laughs> hell is Travis <laughs> Oh, hey, Travis Right there, back. See, see. So, uh, we're going to talk about the Rocket Pro match card. Uh, nobody's going to give us the information on the, the uh, matches. Obviously, um, I know a little bit about what matches are happening. All golden. All your idea, I'm assuming. Uh, 
And um, I just kind of want to get some of your feedback on some of the matches and like what gave you the idea to do them and everything. Just kind of, I just want to get inside your head on these are the matches I want to put together for uh, for our promotion. So okay, no, absolutely. Um, so thankfully, I got my cell phone right next to me. I actually have the card pulled up as it is right now. Oh, awesome! Then you get so that way at least we keep you on the same page. Don't worry, Nubby. I got my notes. <laughs> hey, we got the same notes. But before we go on to that, there's something I do need to address. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. From a couple shows ago with Nubby talking about referee Saints. It is impromptu match against Aaron Stone, which you did have a good fight. I will give you credit. It was a good fight. You did take Stone to his match. And that's hard to do as it is. But then you want to sit there and you want to talk about how you lost because I didn't DQ Stone. I, I should have pulled Stone off of you. So as the referee of the match, I want to give you my take of what I saw as the official referee of the match. Forearm, 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 forearm. Staring blank. Forearm, forearm, forearm. Arms not moving. Forearm, forearm, forearm. You're not out cold. You know as well as I do. That's not a DQ. You were knocked out. I did pull him off. It took me two tries, but I did pull him off. He was a wooden match because he did knock you out. Now, unless you know some sort of rule where knockouts are now automatically DQ or something I've missed in the last 50 years of professional wrestling, please fill me in. Yeah. It's a interesting. Well, no, interesting. Give, give a rebuttal. You know, this is, this is your time, man. We're having a conversation. Don't yeah. be just a one-way street. This is in Fort Riley, Kansas. So, so there was no point in that whole time that I wasn't trying to reach for a rope. So I was just completely knocked out that whole time. Not the whole time. You did try reaching for a rope. You did try reaching. I'm not saying you didn't, but at one point, you got your ass knocked out, son. Were they completely off? When I'm looking at you and I'm saying turtle, turtle, and your eyes. Your eyes are staring blank ahead, glossed over, and you're not reaching for the rope anymore. You're just... I'm sorry. That, that's you getting forearms. It, it was like watching Jesus Christ have a seizure around the crucifixion. What I'm hearing is uh, Damien Saint saved you. I wouldn't go as far as saying I saved him, but I made the call that I felt was best at the time. But if you didn't make that call, would those forearms have stopped? No, they wouldn't have stopped. See? So you, so so he could, he still could have been pounding them to even to this day. Truly a saint, there, Nubby. Maybe I'll just get too Can't we, Charles? We can leave it in the past because maybe it's right. just my head. Maybe I got hit too hard. I mean, I did watch the video. Maybe from a certain angle, looked like more fists and forearms. But you know what, Damien Saint, I will say this: you are a great guy. You did the right thing. So I'm going to let it go. That's right. That's right. Let Elsa, go. that shit. Let it go. Fuck yeah, Elsa, that shit. That's amazing. 
Uh, Nubby, give us the first match uh, that you got uh, you got listed for us. Well, first of all, we cannot give out a match card until we give out the actual information. Yeah, let everyone is, know. Let everyone know where the show's at. So, Rocket Pro Wrestling returns for Christmas Chaos this Saturday. It is December third, twenty twenty-two, at the St. Joseph Park, seven hundred Theodore Street in Joliet. Doors open at four p.m. Bell time, five p.m. Fifteen dollars general seating, twenty dollars front row. Tickets only available at the door. Am I correct, Mr. Saint? One hundred percent, my friend. Sweet. I hate when I'm wrong. And I don't like don't to admit why. it either. Yeah, we're all upset when you're wrong. <laughs> I know, right? Um, I guess we can start with um, we'll start with the return of Joey Roth and and uh, Roxy Hart. Why have they been gone for so long, and why did they choose this show to come come back? So they have been gone since after the Rumble, where Steve did connect. I believe it was a forearm, maybe an elbow, but it's a Rumble, so who really gives a damn? Right, Travis? Exactly. But he did connect against Joey. Joey fell down, got thrown out of the ring. He took two months off, saying his neck was hurting him. As far as that goes, it is what it is. He took the time off. He's able to take the time off. I can't tell him no about taking the time off. It's not like he's a full-time wrestler as it is, so I don't really have much to do for matches with Joey. But he decided he wanted to come back, and he told me he had a special present he had for Steve. So... I don't know what that's all about. I told Joey, that's all you. You go and take care of that. I'm not kicking the back and have a beer. Uh-huh. Now, with huge B and GM now, and they pretty much put you in charge, but do they still have some say in what goes on, or is it just all you now? And when I say them, they I mean the idols as a whole. They do have some say but not really regarding the matches or really show to show. It's more of they get say over what they want to do. Got it. But aside from that, matches, that's all me. The card, that's me. Setting up the building, that's me. That's good. All right. All right, um, one of the matches. What a, what a uh, fucking guy. This guy, this, this is the guy right here. Yeah, I know, right? And, and can I can I can I say real quick like you you were drinking a can earlier what what was that can? Hard Mountain Dew. Perfect. I love I love because like when uh so here's my thing and this this is the complete uh fucking me being a dumbass. When I watched you on uh the Power Hour I think it was last week's Thanksgiving one I saw you drinking a glass of wine and I'm like here's an elegant motherfucker. I believe that he's going to come on my show and drink a glass of wine. I'm going to have a glass of wine ready so we can fucking drink together. But knowing that you're like, you know what? I'm going to JFW, where it's a little more hardcore. So fuck wine. I'm going to drink some hard Mountain Dew, my fucking guy, because my rum and Coke goes great with it. <laughs> this fucking guy knows what. This guy I, knows I what to drink wine, and win. But I don't do wine every day. No, that's I do fine. something every day. It's just not always wine. I, I I was just like you know what I and I literally I 
I got I, I started watching the power. I'm like, no, I'm just gonna fast forward to the good part. So I got to where you came on. And all of a sudden I saw that fucking wine and I'm like, I've never seen elegance on a fucking power hour show like I'm seeing right fucking now. Besides, you know, besides fucking uh Steve's constant interruptions of everybody and his weird yelling, Oh, oh, the funny part is like, fuck you, dude. But well, not just that, there's always that's Rion! That's Rion Scales! Yeah, yeah. Oh, God, fucking Steve. But the elegance that you brought to that show it was just phenomenal. I, I love the fact that that was, like, really the only part I watched the entire fucking show. I was like, this, I only want, I, I want to fast forward to the good parts. And I got to it. And I got to see that. And I was like, perfect. I'm good here. <laughs> I so, appreciate that. I did, I do got to say, though, uh, completely unrelated to Damien. Nobby, you, you commented on what you were thankful for for Thanksgiving and his goofy shit. I didn't hear my name get mentioned. You know what? While you two are discussing that, I'm going to go get myself a glass of wine because now I want a glass of wine. Hey, classy as fuck. <laughs> classy as fuck. He wants to be classy. Why wasn't JFW or my name mentioned and what you're thankful for? Did you read the whole thing? I didn't read any of it. I just heard about it. I don't want to go read. What am I going to go read for? I wanted, I wanted to hear you say... Well, I am thankful that JFW gave me a chance to be the social media guy I'm capable of being. Well, if you had listened to the whole thing, I said that there was a long list of things I was thankful for. But the one that came to mind that puts, unfortunately, above my social media and any media that I'm doing... I thank the fans because if it wasn't for the fans, I would have no motivation to really do anything. And that actually includes JFW. It's three letters, Nubby. It's three fucking letters. You couldn't just say, I'm thankful for the fans and JFW. Well, without fans, there is no JFW because if no one's listening, what's the point? Oh, you monster. I got, I just, it just would have been nice for you just to say, Hey, Travesty. Thank you. Thank you for giving me an opportunity to come on a platform and be who I know I could be. I just want just a little bit. But you, but see, here's the thing. On that long list of things I'm thankful for, you are on that list. Yeah, but I don't know where I rank on that list. You are a you know? top five. I, I, top I, don't, five. I, don't, I don't believe you. I don't believe, I think you're just spewing bullshit at me now. No. Because all you had to do is add three additional letters to your comment. And, you know, people would be like, wow, this guy really gives a shit. Because it was a JFW, well, let me go check that out. And then, boom, here we are. And here you are. See? And now Saints back with wine. So we're all happy now. The epitome of elegance right here. Also, the, uh, shout out to the button-up shirt that you decided to wear, too. Fucking elegant, man. Oh, thank you. I, I do like dressing up a little bit more than usual. I'm classy as fuck. The, the, the funny thing is... Ow! No, I'm kidding. I don't know if you've seen me outside of my dressy clothes. Have you? No, I don't think so, no. You seem to always be very classy. Well, I mean, for Turtle. Turtle has seen me more often. Have yeah. You? It's an audio Maybe. podcast, not, but you have to you have to say your statement, not just shake your fucking head. I was drinking. 
I was trying to get the words out, then I spit all over the computer. Oh, Jesus Christ. But yes, I did. I think I did, anyway. Didn't you wear a suit on uh, Sunday? Uh, that was more business casual. Dressy, sh- dressy shirt, nice jeans, dress shoes. Got yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Damien, let me ask you this question, then. So wearing wearing the the nice clothes, especially going to like these wrestling promotions and stuff, because RPW isn't the only place that uh, you associate yourself with. Is it is it a respect thing to the company to wear something nice? Like, would you say, hey, listen, you stand out more wearing like you know a dress shirt, dress pants, rather than like blue jeans and a sweatshirt? When I first started in the business. Five and a half years ago. Yeah. The very first show I ever did, we got told to come in in dressy clothes. Mm-hmm. And it was the company's first official, like, big show that we had ever done. Gotcha. So it came in with dressy clothes. Any show after that, no one else ever came in dressy clothes. I always came in in three piece suits. Mm-hmm. And so for a while, it was like, you know what? I just want to show respect to the fans and show respect to. You know, the company, it, it was very much that at the very get-go for like the first two months. Yeah. And then after two months, I started traveling around the world of Indiana. And all I kept hearing from everyone in the locker room was, you're the only guy I've seen show up in a suit ever. So now it's kind of just my thing of, my way to stand out. Yeah. The moment I walk in the door, even before the fans are even close to being at the door, Mm-hmm. I'm already the one guy in the fucking suit. Yeah. Well, also, and any, people, promoter, any promoter will always remember that. They'll always yeah. stand there and go, that's a professional motherfucker. Oh, yeah. And and the one thing is, like, obviously, there's going to be the audio recording. Uh, there won't be any video release. So people aren't going to notice the fact that you got Kingpin in a photo behind you, which is probably the most elegant dressed fucking villain in the world. So I applaud you going for a guy who also dresses, maybe not as classy as Damien, Damien Saint, but classy enough to maybe reach that level one day. Exactly. I always did love Kingpin suits. Right. And honestly, I would love to get my own white suit one these days. Oh, you got to. I would. I see you as more, and I, I, again, I haven't seen you in a lot of suits, so I definitely need to get the RPW a lot more. But I think a black-on-black Johnny Cash suit would be the best. Actually, I'm gonna be debuting my newest jacket. Oh, perfect. This Saturday, so excellent. It's, it's my black jacket. Okay, so well that's my blue jackets with the purple, but this one no one has seen yet. Excellent. Well, now that's number two on my list of things I'm excited to see at RPW. Obviously, you're number one, so nobody got bumped down to number four. So, yeah. Who's Sorry, no, sir. Nachos. Fair. Always fuck. Always fucking nachos. Nachos are always delicious. Nachos are always number one, unless I'm meeting what I would like to say is, uh, quite frankly, a hero of mine. I appreciate that, my friend. Right? right. See, nobody this is how you show respect to people. You should fucking be taking notes. <laughs> and not okay. lose them. Let's get back to business That's before I keep so drinking nice. wine and I run out oh, of yeah. all my wine tonight. Yeah, yeah, match two, Nubby. What you got? No, no, no. We haven't gotten match one yet. We just talked about Joey and Roxy's return. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Match one is actually no coach, Joey Blues and Brian Crazer versus Eric Schultz and EJ Swanson. Excellent. Cool. Tell me, tell me some. So, so with this, 
I don't mind Joey. I don't mind Brian. I think they're decent guys. Mm-hmm. They're an established tag team in the Midwest, especially around Chicago. They have been for quite a while. And for the last four months, pretty much, they have been not getting along and fighting with each other. They have not gone out and done their matches. They've started a brawl at the bar and brought the brawl all the way to the ring at this last show. I'm fed up with it. They want to act like kids, so I'm going to treat them like kids. So what I told them was they're going to have a match against EJ Swanson and Eric Schultz. If they do not work as a tag team, meaning if they do not make tag, if one of them walks out, if one of them does not show up, I will fire both the asses and replace them with two other no-coast fucking clowns. Because there's like 15 of them or, or six or I, I don't know. There's more than two. I know that much. It's amazing. See, see, that's that's how management should be, you know, because the thing is, whether you're at the show or you're not at the show, you're still representing that company. And for them to have that, as Steve would probably say, tomfoolery occur. You know, you're still representing Rocket Pro. And if you make yeah. Rocket Pro look bad, you're making Damien State look bad. So. With that brawl that they had from the bar, again, from the bar all the way through the fans to the ring, what if a fan got hit? Yeah, exactly. See? That, that's coming out of my pocket then. Yep. Not coming out of theirs. It's going to come out of mine because the insurance is in my name. I'm not getting fucked because of those two fucktards. No, I, no, absolutely not. You hear that, Nubby? I you should be that. above above being a fucktard. Always be above a fucktard. Always above. There's a line. There's everybody and then fucktards. Be above it. Um, the fucktards will always go down shit creek. Stay away right. from shit creek. No paddles. <laughs> yeah. Not fucking tunas that go against the current. You just fucking keep going with it. All right, Turtle. You're involved in this next one. Go ahead and take this one. Oh, I am, ain't I? Um, so, um, it's singles match and it's for the RPW Chicagoland Championship. It features Sean Danger, the challenger with me in his corner. That's amazing turtle, by the way. Um, versus the <laughs> Chicagoland <laughs> champion, Ruthless Rockin' Rivera. What made you decide this match? I know, but. I want them to hear from you. I'm hoping it's so not Rockin' Rivera. So the reason why I gave this match was, yeah, Rockin' cheated last month. Yes, he got himself DQ. Yes, it's kind of a bitch move, but it is what it is. After the match, if I remember correctly, did Rockin' attack you after the match? Did. That, that's what I thought. Because I remember seeing Sean Danger walk up through the curtain, and I had no idea what the hell was going on. I didn't know dangerous to be in the locker room. I, I'm looking at the monitor. What's going on? I'm like, oh, great. I need to go send another referee out there to help out Turtle, get him in the back. And then there's dangerous music, and I'm looking over, and here comes danger. Oh. <laughs> and I'm standing back there going, no, no, what? No, no, what? Who, who, who booked the dude? I didn't book him. I didn't pay him. Why? <laughs> he came to your rescue. Danger hasn't had a match in a while, and even though when I was refing, I, I wanted to beat the shit out of Danger half the time because he's drunk, so horribly drunk, uh-huh. that I felt drunk just being 10 feet away from him. 
He did try coming to the rescue. He did try doing the right thing. Took a swing, hit the air, hit the floor. I figured, why not? With you in this corner, what's the worst that's going to happen? If Rockin attacks him after the match, guess what? You're right there. You can step in. I don't have to worry about it. It's your problem now. Have fun. Perfect. Perfect. And I I won't miss either. Oh, no. That's your I mean, I mean, Nubby's the perfect guy. He did win a match this past weekend. He spent a lot of time talking about it. That's why we got the lead bringing you on. I spent less happens. time talking about that. I hyped himself up the whole time. Once in a while. Mm-hmm. But I did yep. get attacked after that, too, so. Well, you keep getting attacked. You and Steve, man. You and Steve make a lot of enemies everywhere you go. I don't know why you just can't, you know, be respectful and be around people. I don't get it. But mm-hmm. I didn't open my mouth about this one. I, I had to, I had you had to have done something. You had to have done something. I, I exist. That's my problem. I people exist. don't just beat up people for no reason whatsoever, Nubsters. You had to have like done never, something. You never met Russell TD, okay? Or is I it never, Russell All Time? Ru- Russell, Russell Big Time, whatever his name is this week. I've never met a Russell, Russell All Time. Or is it Russell All Star? Maybe it's All Time. I think it's All Time. Nubby, this is probably why you got beat up because you don't know what his fucking name is. Well, that's the thing. Nobody knows his name. So everyone should get beat up at this time. Maybe if you took time to learn his name, he wouldn't just go out and beat you up and shit. Maybe growing up, he had a turtle that ran away from fucking home, and he's like, ah, oh, I'm taking out on all turtles. Hey, all I know is he was motivated to do it. What motivated him, I do not know. At that time, I was seeing stuff. I don't know either, and I don't know how anyone can be motivated by motivational might. Somehow Nubby was, and he won. He, he seems like a nice kid, but oh my god, I'd much rather eat a fucking bullet. There we go. And I am not we, advocating suicide, so no one trying to fucking cancel me because I'll beat the shit out of you. <laughs> You're too you classy. Khakis. You're too classy for that. He wrestled in khakis, so of course I made the Jake from State Farm joke. Uh, see, you got lippy with people. Yeah, I do. It could be just for your face. You do have a punctual face. Damien, back I up on that. I do. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie or deny that. I do right. have a punctual face. I, I, I will face. agree. There are plenty of times I see him and I just want to punch him in the face. Right. Just like one of those, like one of those inflatable clowns. wrestling, and I'll turn around. And it's very much just blah blah blah. Business, business, business. Oh, there's true. I want to punch him in the fucking face. Right. Hey, buddy. <laughs> it's true. Um, moving along. Um. Well, here's a match. Uh, the Boomstick 12 Gauge versus Bailey Bright. Yes. So, Bailey is actually making his return. I think he's been with us one other show, and that was probably a while ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, with 12 Gauge Boomstick, I've seen a little bit of his work. I think he's talented. I figured. Two guys who really don't know each other. Two guys who really don't know the locker room. Why put them against guys who have been already established in the company? Yeah. When I can put two little fucking mice in a cage together and, and see who fights. True that. Now, for, for, for talent coming or even returning to Rocket Pro, do you send people out to kind of do the scouting or do you take care of that yourself? I do that myself. Fucking classy. Fucking all in one. Who we bring in, either I have already worked with them in a 
different promotion, or I've seen their stuff, or someone who I find reputable reputable has recommended them. It's classy right there. You're 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 an all in one, bro. I try to be. I don't I don't know why. It's successful. I don't know why Stephen Nubby ever had a fucking problem with you. They seem very uh, maybe jealous. Could be jealous. Maybe a little bit jealous. Nubby. I don't get jealous. I just didn't agree with some things that you did, but you explained why you did it. Still don't really agree, but hey, you are the boss now. You everything's water under the bridge now, so it, we got to move forward. Correct. I think. I think. Uh, in the last few months that you've been here, Nubby, I realized one thing about you is you never look at, like, the big picture of what's going on. Like, you see something happen, and you want instant, you know, action towards it instead of looking at, like, the big picture. Damien Saint's a big picture guy from what, I'm, from what I know. I don't, want, I don't want to speak out to her. I don't want to assume anything. But Damien Saint looks like a big picture guy. So if he does small little things that you can't make everyone perfect. You can't make everyone happy, you know? But Not you have to see all these small things. You, you can't make everybody happy. I don't expect to make everybody happy 24-7. That's not my goal. The goal is to make money, grow a business. Mm-hmm. But what you were yeah. saying with big picture, not to cut off Nubby for us going through the matches, but I have horrible ADHD, so bear with me for fucking minutes. But, like, I, I, don't, I don't mind talking about backstage stuff as well. I mean, come on. The, the business has already been broken as it is by WWE with the last, what, five WWE... 2K something games where you're yeah. you play the GM, you make a storyline, you do everything. The fans are yeah, mm-hmm. understand you how it works. Yeah. But with the big picture, I book shows very specifically. I book matches very specifically because I want to see who's going to be the better competitor in that outcome. Mm-hmm. But when I first came on and I first signed the paperwork and I got to join creative and started working with them of what we want to do for the business itself as a whole, honestly, the first thing I asked the people from above was, what do you want in May? You tell me what you want in May. You tell me who you want in title matches. You tell me who you think deserves the next push. And I will figure out a way to get them there. Everyone in the whole company has a plan since I jumped on board. Some people's plans are further out, and it's doing a very slow build to where I want them to be. Yep. There are some people who are getting pushed right away because they're ready for that next step. But yep. everything I do with every show is very specific and very aimed towards the next show and the next show and the next show to where I'm already picturing what the card is going to be three Mays from now. That, that's how far I think yeah. ahead. And I do it oh, very yeah. Quentin Tarantino style, where I think about what do I think will be the big thing at the time that will make money? With where I see mm-hmm. everybody right now, where do I see them being in three, four years? Yeah. And I can already start picturing who I want in title matches, who do I think might be a champion, who do I think deserves those matches. And I'm already planning stuff out from four years down the line back to this past September of what I want the business to become. Right. 
Right. And the cool thing, if you really want to think about it, this is your fourth show that you're put, that uh, you've been in, in charge of. Yes. Cool. Nubby, how many of the shows that he's been in charge of have you been booked on? Um, I think three. Right. You, you you the last two? Three. Well, you, you, you I've been on every show one. some way. Yeah, and you're going to be on this next show. Right. Have you thanked him for that? I thank him every show. I mean, I think it'd be nice for you to thank him right here. Would it be nice if you thanked him right here, right now? For I don't need his thanks right here. No, but I, no, but I do. Let me be a little bit humble right now. Come on. That's, no, that's fine. I, I, I think what I think what Nubby needs to do is realize that Nubby wants to ru- wrestle. He wants to step away from roughing. He wants to wrestle. He's mentioned on the show numerous times. And you have a guy right here who you didn't agree with some things, which is wrong. Shame on you. But he's giving you the opportunity to do what you want to do in the past three shows, now fourth one coming up. And I think it'd be nice here on JFW for you to look at your boss and say, hey, Damien, thank you for giving me these bookings. I'm going to thank him. No, no, you should do it right now. Don't don't talk about doing it. I'm not, no, no, no. I'm not Just going do to do it right Just now it. because you're telling me to. Oh, I need to do it. I need to do it when I feel it's right and it's got to come from the heart. If so I just feel, do it so you now, you don't feel it's right to thank a guy who's given you bookings for the last four months. I do feel it's right to, you know, to thank him. What? What? But if I do it now, it's because you told me to. What a monster! I hope he doesn't book you in January. Oh no, no! I got plenty of stuff planned out for Turtle. God, I want you to book him as Steve's chair in fucking January. I kind of like that idea. See, there we go. Fucking making up ideas. That might make money. It'd be fucking huge. You know what? It'd be right there by the fucking ring, too, so everyone could... You'll be part of the entire fucking show. Exactly. I, I, I mean, what is it? L.A.M., B.J.M., so. whatever they are. They're doing the whole little, what is it, drink for Steve to sit and stay? Their hashtag keeps getting longer and longer every show. Before (laughs) it was, let Steve sit, and then became drink to let Steve sit. Now it's drink to let Steve sit and stay. I'm sure after this next one, it'll probably be drink to let Steve sit and say some other random words. And objects because they're always drunk. Yeah. They're not even the fun drunk. They're not even the sophisticated drunk. I can't go have a cigar with them when they're drinking. You smoke cigars? You smoke cigars? Of course I smoke cigars. Fucking classy. Fucking, I bet bet you have a smoke robe too, right? One of those fucking, uh, like, you know. I do have a smoke robe. I do have my own little little fusor box. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to say it, but I'm assuming that you also have like a tall back fucking chair that's right next to a fireplace, with what I can only assume is maybe like a Doberman that lays at your feet while you read a novel. And I'm guessing that novel is like Edgar Allan Poe or uh, a Stephen King or something. So I don't have a chair next to the fireplace, but you want but one, right? In, in my den, where the fireplace is. I do have a wraparound couch that is in front of the fireplace. Fuck yeah. That is also by one of my front doors. 
and right in front of one of the front windows. So when it gets to evening time and that window, it faces the west. So when the sun is setting, I can't pull out my low blocks. I can't pull out my Edgar Allan Poe. I can't pull out my, um, oh, who am I thinking of? Don't mind a little bit of Shakespeare every once in a while. Fucking elegance. That's fucking elegance. This guy doesn't go watch plays. He fucking reads them. <laughs> no, but you should thank him for sharing this part of his life with you more than you should thank him for booking you on his show. How, okay, how about this? I'll do this for you, Travis. <coughs> so, Mr. Saint, GM of Rocket Wrestling, I'm I thank you. I thank you from the bottom of my heart, no bullshit, for booking me these last few shows and going forward. And I also thank you for sharing your story with us. It was actually pretty good. Well, thank you for letting me know that my story was pretty good. The guy who oh, wrote the book on show. elegance. I do appreciate that. Right? The guy who wrote the book on elegance really just went to Damien Saint's house and say, hey, what do you do on a normal day? And just wrote his shit down. Like, I'm assuming his eggs are poached in the morning. Actually, yes. in the morning, I am already at my Monday through Friday job. Fucking classy. Because usually I'm working from 5 a.m. to 1 p.m. And then I come home, take care of where I need to take care of run house, running errands I need to run. And then as soon as I sit down, after I take my shower and I grab my beer and grab my pipe and grab a sandwich, it's right back to promoting Damien Saint and promoting Rocket Pro Wrestling. You should be thanking this fucking dude for all the hard work he does. The fact you doubted him once is appalling fucking appalling. And I know that we're trying to get through this as smooth as possible, but you just piss me off more and more. What what I've learned about this guy pisses me off more about you, Nubby. The the thing is, Travis, it doesn't bother me. And I hate to say this way because it sounds almost like bragging, but it's not bragging. It's me telling extra fact about my life. Yeah. I actually served four years in the Army in the infantry. So when people have a different view of opinion from me, whether I like their opinion, whether I like their view or not, yeah. at the end of it, if it upsets me, it upsets me. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But the one thing I always say to myself is, they got the right to say that. Yeah. A wise man once said, they say I'm cocky, and I say what? It ain't bragging if you do it and you back it up. I like that. The other thing I've always liked was, Speak softly and carry a big stick. Oh, yeah, Teddy Roosevelt. I also like Lucy from Peanuts that says, speak softly and carry a beagle. Yeah. Yeah. Nubby, what's the next match, man? <laughs> <laughs> um, I believe if this is still true. Um, mm-hmm. It's a three-on-four handicap match. Yes. Rian, Rian Skills, Shogun Chris Logan, and Maximus Orion. Against the Idols, which is Kevin Cade, Johnny Nye, the rock star, Damian Gray, and Joey Roth with Roxy Hart. Okay, now you said that uh, the Idols kind of like 
more or less dictate what they do on this show. For the most part, as long as yes. it doesn't interfere with what I have going on with the show. Gotcha. So was this handicap match their idea? Actually, this was a match that was challenged by Max's Orion to the Idols at this last show. Okay. Which the Idols did accept. Okay. Um, it was originally going to be three on three. But then Joey would come back and say, yeah, I want to wrestle a match. So he put himself in the match. He's got Roxy in his corner, as he always does. Mm-hmm. Maximus, Shogun, Skills. It's still three people. If someone shows up, then someone shows up. If no one shows up, then no one shows up. It is what it is. But gotcha. they issued the challenge. Whether someone wants gotcha. to step up and help them out, cool. Good on them. If they mm-hmm. don't, they issue the challenge. You replay gotcha. the challenge. So are you are you leaving the opportunity for a fourth man to join the other team, or is that this is the match this is booked? No, I'm leaving it wide open. Yeah. There you go, Nubby. You want to step up and be somebody? Fucking be the hero that they're looking for? I mean, I could punch Joey Roth in the face again. See? I mean, to be legal in the match. Nubby, uh, Nubby was telling me over at ARW when we saw uh, when we saw um, uh, God damn it. Not Bam Bam. What the fuck is his name? Boom. What the... Nubby, what's his fucking name? Joey Boom Boom. Joey Boom Boom. Uh, getting his ass kicked by this group of fucking savages. And Nubby's over here like, you know, I would have helped him. All they got to do is ask. It's like, motherfucker, just go be a hero. Dude, it's Joey Boom Boom. You help out Joey Boom Boom when he Joey did. Boom Boom get his ass kicked. He what just sat there. He just sat there and watched. It's like, why was it asked? Fucking, he could have been, he could have been the hero. I don't even wrestle anymore because of my back. I only manage and I ref. I still would have gone in and fucking helped him out. Yeah, and nobody just I, I sat there. I want to something. This is the person that I am. Revolution Championship Wrestling out in South Bend, Indiana. I also work out there. Not to plug mm-hmm. another promotion that's two hours away, but I did. It's there. It is what it is. Yeah. But I had a buddy, Sam Knight, who was in a match against who was, at the time, the owner, Brutus Dillon. Brutus Dillon is probably 6'5", probably 350 pounds. Mm-hmm. He's not a small boy. Yeah. I'm 5'11". I'm 185. I still stepped in the motherfucker's face. See. Fucking class. I know I'm going to get my ass kicked. But at the end of the day, it comes down to what is my moral line. My friend's getting hurt. My close friend's getting hurt. No, not acceptable at any time. So that's elegance, Nubby. That's elegance right there. You, well, that's not taught. That's just that's instinct at that point. Well, let me ask you this: Are you are you guys uh, trying to reference something about me being a referee? No, no, no. I feel like that's where this is going. No, no, no. So hard right. uh, subject to change uh, this Saturday. Um. Let's okay. Um, who's a friend to you in in this business? Just name somebody who's not with Rocket Pro. Name somebody a that's not that's not with Rocket Pro. Right. Okay. Oh, uh, let's see here. Huh, I'll throw him out. Bob Evans. Uh, okay. I was hoping you'd take so, that as name. Now let's say Bob Evans bought a ticket to Rocket Pro Wrestling. And he's a paying fan. He sees you getting beat up. 
it, would it be wrong if he just jumped the guardrail and helped you out? He's a trained professional. It doesn't bother me one bit. But he bought a ticket. Yeah, he bought He's a ticket. A fan. He's a paying fan. He is a paying fan. Would I prefer him to stay out of the ring? Absolutely. But he is a trained professional. So for him to even step into the ring at all, I know people are going to be safe at the end of the time. Could have been the hero, maybe. He could have been the Again, hero, man. That's just me. I don't mind breaking rules if it comes to helping out people I want to help out. You got a point there, Mr. Saint. Of course he does. Do Fucking of course he does. I'll get some class all the way here, nubs. Come on now. I should have helped. Before we keep right. going off this crazy train. That's true. Yes. Side note, uh, um, ever since you came on, I've always had my pinky up the entire time. I don't know why. You just do that to people. <laughs> I'm not sure oh, do that show with the shoulder may have the pinky out. That's right. <laughs> Girl, all right, please, um, go ahead. All right, so uh, Aaron Stone plans on addressing the RPW crowd after his uh, Rocket to the Top briefcase win. Um, my question to you is why were you reluctant to sign that contract? So with nat- match five, it looks like we have those damn coyotes, DeShane and Berna, going against AEOU, Makai Pope, and Mile High Nelson Six. I think this is going to be a good match. Coyotes are talented. AEOU, I've worked with them down south before. I'm, I'm excited to see what's going to happen between the four of them. Yeah, sounds like it'll be uh, a phenomenal match. So I guess we're going to move along. <clears throat> I, I've heard a lot of good things about the damn Coyotes. I haven't been able to see them in person yet, but I am excited to see them. The only thing that they piss me off about is they like to chew gum to the ring, and then it gets on the stage in the ring. Oh, yeah. I guess it's the motherfucker who cleans that shit. It isn't Coyotes. Yeah. I'm hoping it's Steve. No, it's not Steve. Uh, it could be now. It could be. But I don't trust him to get the job done correctly with that. <laughs> um, um, we'll move on to match six. Match six. Uh, triple threat. Garrison Creed versus Solomon Tupu versus Big Mac. Yes. Um, why Solomon Tupu? Salomon Tupu, after seeing his match last month, going for the Outer Limits Championship, the dude can fight. And it's not often around Chicago that you get to see a Samoan have a wrestling match. I mean, really, take, take a moment and really think about it. When's the last time you've seen a true blood Samoan have a wrestling match Around the Chicagoland area, and it wasn't AEW, it wasn't TNA, it wasn't ROH, it wasn't WWE. No, it's sad. You don't see it often. No. No. You've seen wannabes, so, that's about you it. You take advantage of it. That's new fucking marketing that I can use. Yep. That's, that's, that's an attraction to bring fans in. Now, you put him, and you put him against Big Mac, and Big Mac is fucking ferocious itself. 
And then you put the two of them against the mercenary Garrison Creed. There, there's no small guy in that match. There's no weak person in that match. There's no one that is going to throw a forearm, a fist, a kick, anything softer than the other guy in the other side of the ring. The point It's yeah. got to be a fucking brawl, and I want to see it. Yeah, it definitely will be. I've been in the ring with Garrison Creed, and let me tell you, he he hits hard. I don't doubt that. All right. Um, any input, Travis? T. Was that the last match? No. No, that's uh, not last. Oh, you just just I I'm a huge fan of powerhouse guys, and I love when powerhouse guys face other powerhouse guys. Um, I don't. To use SCW as an example, I don't really ever want to see a match where it's like Hunter Payne taking on like James Creed. Like I don't want to see some guy who can easily toss somebody across the ring. I I like the whole idea. You, you don't want to I'll, see the classic big Great Khali versus Rey Mysterio. Type. No, no, absolutely not. Uh, I wish almost was in a better position, like uh, physicality wise or ring intelligence wise. So he could have had a great match with uh, Braun Strowman, stuff like that. I love when powerhouses collide because you sit there and you actually have to think to yourself, like, which guy is going to overcome the other? Yes. So I, I love the idea of doing this power, especially being a triple threat. And it just it, it just gives more to the fans of wondering, like, who is the true big guy at the end of this match? So I think that's really cool. Exactly. And as much as I do always love a fair match of one-on-one. Yeah. To do a little Scott Center math, mm-hmm. they all got 33.333% chance of win. Oh, God. Fucking A. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I started doing that online, and I started tagging Scott Steiner with that. <laughs> Either one day he's going to respond and laugh, or he's going to meet me somewhere and beat the holy shit out of me. Either way, it's going to be an interaction with Scott Steiner. I'll take it. <laughs> a, a quick side note. So when he did that promo on Impact Wrestling, like if you sit there and actually watch how Petey Williams responds to his like promo, it's fucking hilarious because he is breaking the entire fucking time yeah. as he's doing the math, wondering like, wait, what the hell is he saying? And then just loses it. Fucking phenomenal. And the sad thing is, the math makes sense once you really lay it out. Oh yeah, I've seen I've seen somebody actually draw. I think it was like on a fucking TikTok. Like as he was yeah. saying that they're drawing on the board, I was like, dude gets it. Either he's really fucking smart, or he did the math out. I was like, okay, this is how I have to fucking word it to get yep. across sounding like an idiot. But realistically, in the end, absolutely right. I'm thinking it's that way. <laughs> like I can be creative on a microphone. I don't know if I can be that creative on a microphone to start throwing out numbers and making shit. No, no, I, I wouldn't even come close. <sighs> but absolutely not. All right, Gerald, you want to take us to our main event? Sure. It's another triple threat match. And it's for the Rocket Pro Wrestling Championship. Champion, Old Evil Christian Rose versus uh, Eli, is it Isam? Isam. Isam. Finally got something right. Versus (laughs) All Day Marche Rocket. Um, My question to you about this match uh, why Marche after he's been losing a lot lately? He has been. Um, part of it is because it's Marche. Marche always performs amazingly in the ring. Marche is always a main event talent. 
Marche's been on TNA before, if I remember correctly. Yes. Marche works, what, NWA as well now? Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. The dude's still going. He's he's still busting his ass Monday through Friday. Oh, sorry. Sunday through Saturday, since wrestling is pretty much all day, every day. But you know he's been losing. I feel like he still deserves a title match because of everything he's done for his business. He hasn't had so much going on with storyline so far. And I'll be honest, I don't want Marche cracking and thinking mm-hmm. he's not as good as what he really is and start giving into bad mental. So, championship mel- matches help. Plus, yeah. Marche. I mean, who doesn't want to see Marche go for a championship? Come on. Yeah. Now, it was, was, it was a couple months ago that he lost in that, was it a casket, casket mas- match against Grimm? Yes. Grimm. How was his mindset following that? Because I thought that I read somewhere or saw somewhere that he kind of lost it for a minute there. Is, is he still kind of off from that, or is he kind of like refocused himself again? I don't want to see a turn because it's more him. Yeah. yeah. It's more of his I, place, big yeah, place. Just, just from but, your perspective. From my, from my perspective of what I'm seeing, yeah. Marche is still there, mm-hmm. but Marche is not – Fully there backstage. When he gets to the ring, he's he's one hundred percent all there. Mm-hmm. When that bell rings, he he's always one hundred percent on the job of what he needs to do. Gotcha. But when he gets back to that curtain, he just has a different look on his face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I do. I do remember, and it could, it could have been turtle. It could have. Been, I just I, I'm trying to remember where I saw it from, but. Like, it was something like, like, after that match, like, in the back, like, he kind of lost it, and, like, for some time afterwards, you kind of see, like, like, it's Marche Rocket, but it's not really Marche Rocket, and I've never been in a casket match, I've never faced Grimm, but I think those two things together is, like, a mental fucking itself, and it obviously, is. yeah. Speaking of someone who has managed a casket match and has been thrown into a casket, yeah. It, it's a weird, it's a weird dynamic being thrown yeah. in there, yeah, to where so. you're hit, you're dazed, you're not sure what's going on, and next thing you know, is your eyes are opening, and smack. Yeah. What about you, know, you? I did my casting match. I was probably maybe four, five months into the business, oh, yeah. and they hammered the fucker shot. <laughs> Oh, wow, the I'm old in there with Mike Lane at the time, Nevermore, out in South Bend, Indiana. And here's me and Nevermore. I'm in the fucking casket first. Isaiah Moore throws in Nevermore, wins the match, gets on top, because I watched the footage, stands on top of the casket, gets a bag of nails and a hammer, and starts hammering the fucker clothes while he's standing on top of us. Oh, God. It changes yeah. you. It absolutely changes you. Yeah, and so, the dude against Grimm, I, I I can't even fathom being in a match against someone like Grimm. What about you, Nub? You've probably been around Marche a little bit more since then. What's your thoughts on where his mind's at? Um, he seems to carry himself like in a weird way, like he's he's all day Marche Rocket in most yeah. cases. But you can definitely see he's not the same. Like, 
so I, the last show, I was talking to him like normal. It was, you know, normal talk mm-hmm. with Marche. But there's that moment where he just forgets he had a conversation and he's got that look of fear. So it could be from that casket match, maybe, because it's, it's been on more than one occasion that I've seen that. He's yeah. having conversations with many people. He's talking, talking all day, laughing, you know, you know his laugh. Find mm-hmm. something really funny. He laughs for days, all day. Um, and he just, it, he stops and then he just goes into trance. He never did that before that casket match. Yeah. Well, who knows? Hopefully, maybe this triple threat match will kind of like wake him up a little bit from whatever is going through his head. But uh, I'm kind of hoping so. Yeah. All in all, I mean, it seems like a solid card from top to bottom. Again, Nubby, you're booked on it, so uh, you know, He's obviously, you're doing, yeah, so <laughs> doing a good job there. Uh, what what what's Steve's uh, situation with Rocket Pro? I know he's, uh, I, I know at least from our interview or our, uh, show we had with him a couple of weeks ago, like he's thinking like his numbers are like kind of up in the wrestling business and everything. But I mean, I think as long as he falls in line, he shouldn't have much of an issue with Rocket Pro going forward, correct? Steve is not going anywhere. Steve's job is not even remotely threatened. Right. I'm the type of person where, if I'm threatening to fire you, it's because you have already pushed me to my last straw and pushed me to my limits. Mm-hmm. I would much rather have someone who I cannot stand, someone that I hate. I would much rather pay them and make their life miserable. As long as I know that the fans will still pay to see them. 100%. Not, not to take away from WWE, but uh, you just do what's best for business. Absolutely. You know, and that that's what makes, again, another thing that makes you a great fucking leader is that you don't allow personal issues to get in front of what's best for Rocket Pro. Yeah, we know, I Steve. There, yeah. uh, I did uh, I did an interview a couple weeks ago with uh, On The Beat. Mm-hmm. And, Turtle, I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, I, I did. That. But I mentioned in there, everyone kept saying, everyone kept accusing me of being an idol. Not to backtrack all the way back to September, but this is going to lead up to where I'm going next. But everyone kept saying, I was an idol. I was an idol. I was an idol. After almost six, seven months of hearing, you're an idol. You sold out. You're an idol. Hey! Fucking nerd. <laughs> I, I finally broke down the whole reason why I did what I did. 99% of it was because of JVAC and issues I had with JVAC and his leadership. But I also addressed the future I planned for Rocket Pro Wrestling, and I told him, and I pointed out the whole world, I'm going to build Rocket Pro Wrestling as far as I can. I'm going to build it as much as I can. I want it to be on TV. I want to do online pay-per-views. I want to do merchandising rights. I want to do merchandising itself for the locker room and for the company. The goal is make Rocket Pro Wrestling more money. When Rocket Pro Wrestling can make more money, I can raise my rates and my contract. I can make more money. When I can make more money, the rest of the locker room can make more money. So um, I believe you said it on that podcast, but just to refresh my memory, um, when you initially – made your decision to hit Chris Logan, whatever, 
uh, not faulting you on that. Um, was it you were going to become G- uh, general manager? Is that was that your goal ultimately? At the time, no. My goal was strictly I just wanted J-Back out of power. Okay. I, I now, know the fans love J-Back. I, I know the fans really appreciate him. I know the locker room respected J-Back. But speaking as a referee who probably got hit too many times, I would see J-Back going to the medical area. I'd see him talk to the trainers about the wrestling talent. If they had a concussion, if they got hurt, he never once checked on his referees. You can replace any wrestler with any wrestler. I can find five guys of the same style, of the same type of person, of anyone in the locker room. But the guys that we have are the ones that the fans love. Mm-hmm. But you can't replace referees. There is probably, what we say, probably in the area 50 wrestlers to a referee. Right. Probably within that, within like a two-hour radius. I'd say. Yes. You only got so many referees. If sure. one gets injured and can't make the next show, it's a damn fucking fight to get another referee. If if I have a wrestler calling sick, if I have a wrestler calling say, "Hey, I got exposed to COVID. Hey, there was a death in the family. Hey, I have a personal emergency. I have to take care of. That I absolutely need to take care of." I can understand that. I can appreciate that. If I can, if I want to. I can find 20 other guys who can take care of that match. But if I have a referee who, same excuses, death in the family, uh, sick, COVID, family emergency, I, I, I might have maybe three, four active referees within the area that I might be able to get a hold of. And by within the area, I mean within that two-hour radius. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, if, uh, if you ever need a referee, uh, I hear Chris Hedford is looking for work, so, uh, you know. Send them my way. I can always good use another referee. Good Lord. Oh, oh, hold on, hold on. Is he good? Or is he shit? Ah, I, mean, I guess it depends who you're asking. Steve doesn't like I'm him. I'm asking you, because I expect you to be fucking honest with me, man. Uh... So, so Hepford is a former commissioner of Power Entertainment. Uh, Power Entertainment had an issue with SCW over the last year. So, as a person, kind of seems like a dog shit kind of guy. But, you know, I never heard any issues about his refereeing uh, capabilities. His contract just ended uh, as commissioner of Power. So, uh, I know he's pretty freed up. I would say, give, I would say give him a shot if you ever did need him. Okay. Goofy, yeah. goofy looking dude. Welcome. Plus, he annoys Steve. I mean, that's always a plus. That's always a plus. And, uh, Turtle, they're like, hey, Jesus. See? You could, you could book him to ref one of Nubby's, uh, matches. I'm sure you'd appreciate that. I'm going to be Steve's chair. There you go. See? <laughs> Nubby, you could be the Ottoman. No, I, I, I don't want Steve breaking the two of them. <laughs> Rocket Pro is this Saturday. Is there anything else that you guys want to mention or add about the show as we wrap up this episode? Oh, I got nothing for that. Um, as far as I'm concerned, the tit is done. So if Saint wants to add more. Yeah. Damien, you got anything else you want to add about the upcoming show or just anything in general? 
I got turtle, turtle indie talk. Turtle indie talk is what Ted is, just in case. I got know. an idea about the main events. Excellent. I would love to. What's what's the idea for a main event? You'll find out on Saturday. Oh, perfect. Awesome. Uh, Damien, we're going to end the show. Do you want to hang out for a little bit while we wrap it up? We can talk afterwards if you got to get going or. Oh, I got a little bit of time I can kill before I got to get ready for work in the morning. All right, awesome. Well, we'll get this wrapped up and then we can kind of socialize a little bit afterwards. Nubby, is there anything else you need to add to this show? No. Awesome. Guys, make sure you follow us on social media at Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter just by searching Just Freak Wrestling or the JFW Podcast. You can find this show when it is released on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, just by searching JFW Podcast or Just Freak Wrestling. Nubby, that's all I got. Uh, we can ring the bell in this episode. Perfect. As always, I am Travis Fee. And I am the Amazing Turtle, Kawabunga, and good night. And this has been GM of Rocket Pro Wrestling, Damien Saint. Fuck you, motherfuckers. There we go. And thank you for listening to another episode of Just Freak Wrestling, the JFW Podcast.